One of the cool things about MMA is how close the fans can truly get to the sport. You're just a tweet away from your favorite fighter inviting you out to a card or threatening to come find you where you live. And while fans are more prone to pushing fighters online, sometimes the brave and the bold will give it a go in person to disastrous results. So let's look at a few times fans got a bit too close to the action for their own good. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A huge thank you to the biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers. And these are 10 fan fighter interactions that went way too far. Number 10, Rashad Evans. Imagine if one of the worst days of your life was captured on camera. Pretty awful, right? You'd probably not want to watch it very often. Now, imagine that every time you post on social media, somebody is sending you said video to remind you of the worst day of your life. That's the reality of someone like Ben Askren on Twitter. And while I'm sure it sucks getting those tweets on the daily, surely nobody would be so brash and douchey to do it in person, right? Nobody would walk up to a fighter with a picture of them being knocked unconscious. Walk up to them with that picture and ask them to sign it. Surely not, right? Well, no, that is what happened to poor Rashad Evans at a fan expo once. This youngster thought it would be hilarious to ask Evans to sign a picture of what is known in the community as Rashad Face, that now famous photo of the former champ losing his title to Lyoto Machida. As you can see, Evans was not amused, and honestly, I'm incredibly impressed by his level of self-control. My guess is there are quite a few fighters out there who would have crumpled that kid up instead of the photo. I'd make a statement about the decline of the youth these days, but that was over a decade ago. I guess people have just always been assholes. Number 9. Marab Wallace Wheelie If there is one thing that's abundantly clear, it's that Marab and Aljamain Sterling are best friends forever, and nothing, especially UFC gold, can get between them. This isn't the Rockers, nobody's getting kicked through a barbershop window. These guys are the New Day, they're never going to break up, and they're never going to fight each other. Which is a problem for the UFC, considering that one is the division's champion, and the other is arguably the number one contender. Now, it's possible at the time of this video's posting that that problem solved itself in the form of Triple C, but regardless, it's been a hot-button issue at Bantamweight, and as you can imagine, both men are a bit tired of hearing about it. How tired? Well, when a fan heckled Marab about not going after his best bud at a recent event, the Sarah Longo fighter did a Meta World piece and hopped up into the stands to give the fan a piece of his mind. Luckily for the loudmouth, the machine spared him a beatdown, but the speed at which he decided to at least go up there and get in his face definitely shows just how sick he is of hearing that he needs to fight his BFF. Number 8. Chael Sonnen In the early 2010s, there were few enemies more hated in Brazil than Chael, the P stands for antagonist, Sonnen. He's a sh between his rivalry with Anderson Silva and his perpetual feud with Vandy, there were more than a few opportunities for the bad guy to take verbal shots at the nation and its many fighting heroes. Little Nog tried to feed it a carrot while Big Nog was petting it. He thought it was a horse. Considering how good Sonnen is at getting under people's skin, it's amazing we weren't able to fill this entire list with 10 times that Brazilian fans tried to attack the American gangster. But surprisingly, only one such incident has ever gone down, at least that's been shared publicly. In attendance at the Tough 17 finale cheering on his team, Chael was called over by some fans who wanted to do fan stuff. Among them, though, was an Anderson Silva fan, as Sonnen described him, who decided after some verbal jawing to take a shot at Westland's finest. According to Sonnen's account, he just barely saw it coming before the strike was intercepted by security, and the man was, to quote Dana White, dragged up every stair. I'm sure that was fun for him. Sadly, this is the only such incident on this list we don't have footage of, but maybe it was this moment that made Sonnen realize he can't let anybody get too close. 
house. Number seven, Dustin Poirier. All right, now I can maybe understand being a bit sauced up and not thinking clearly, so you antagonize a fighter at like a club or something. I'm not saying it's smart, but I can at least understand how it might happen. This one, though, the amount of time and effort that went into this is just mind-numbing. So Dustin and his family were riding along in a Mardi Gras parade near his hometown in Louisiana. You know, local hero stuff. When some goofster, some funny guy, decided it would be hilarious to present to Poirier a sign that said, Hey Dustin, your wife's in my DMs. Well, murmur, 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 to quote Connor. What a knee slapper. I'm sure Poirier will find you insinuating that his wife is being unfaithful to him with you is just the funniest thing. And if that's not how he's interpreting it, I'm sure he'll think you reminding him of Connor doing it in front of his family is just as funny. Oh, oh wait, nope, he slapped you in the face. Gee, who could have seen that coming? The funniest part is the dude flipping him off afterwards. Like, legitimately, what did you think was going to happen? But man, to go to Staples and get art supplies, then make that sign, then travel to this parade to present him a joke from like two years ago. All of that just to get slapped. Speaking of Connor, though, number six, Connor McGregor. I know I joked about Sonnen earlier, but truly we could make a whole list of times Connor has gotten into it with randos and have a few entries left that we'd have to cut to make it 10. There was the time he punched that old guy or when he stomped a hat that somebody threw to him. He clocked a DJ for some reason, smacked some kid away trying to take a selfie when he stopped at a light. There's a whole bunch, but the one that works the best for this entry is the one that includes a mugshot. So Connor's leaving a Miami club late at night when an overzealous fan tried to get a picture with him, prompting the notorious to slap the thousand dollar phone out of his hand, stomp the shit out of it, and then take it with him. Hey, that's not what I wanted you to do. I wanted a picture. For his transgression, Connor was arrested and was facing a felony strong-armed robbery charge. But nobody famous gets in trouble for anything, and the fan dropped the case after McGregor squared him up for his troubles privately. I think the moral of most of these Connor stories is, you know, probably just stay away from him completely if you see him anywhere, ever, at any time. Number five, Matt Brown. What level of intoxicated do you have to be in order to think that hitting a professional fighter is a good idea? Are we talking bizbean levels or tough house levels? That question could have been answered with a simple breathalyzer back in 2016 when Matt Brown was walking out to fight Damian Maya in Brazil. Two separate fans decided that it would be totally cool to hit Brown in the back of the head as he made his way to the cage. The first managed to get two shots in, but they were nothing that it seemed Matt even noticed. I'm sure his mind was on the human backpack waiting for him in the cage. The second fan, though, this guy threw his little rabbit punch and kind of pulled on Brown's hoodie, prompting a quick turnaround and a punch of his own. Imagine that. You hit a fighter and he hit you back. Massive props to Brown. He didn't miss a beat. If that had happened to me, I'd have pulled an Axel Rose and canceled the whole event. But Matt, being the metal god that he is, he went right back to business. Number four, Don Fry. There's this great bit at the start of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns about a bunch of old supervillains and heroes drinking together, tucked away in a secluded bar. And in their own eyes, they're all washed up. But any regular folk who happen to be there are still in awe of their power and their stories. Anyway, so last year, Don Fry was just minding his own business attending a UFC event. The 56-year-old Hall of Famer donned his signature mustache and, of course, a cowboy hat for a night of watching fisticuffs. I'm sure he didn't expect to have to throw any of his own, though. And why would he? Who is going to confront Don Fry at a UFC event? Idiot move. 
you know, stupid. Well, apparently some drunk, belligerent guy. Video surfaced shortly after the event of a man getting up in Don's face, and according to the retired legend, he'd shoulder-checked him before the start of the recording and was trying to goad him into a fight. Well, he got what he wanted, or at least he got a right hand. Based on the dude's reaction, the shot certainly hit its mark. Luckily, everybody went back to their seats afterwards, and I'm sure Fry didn't think about it for another second until he was interviewed about the video. Maybe next time you decide to confront an aging cage fighter, think back to that Frank Miller passage I mentioned and walk away while you still can. Number 3. Kamaru Usman Back when he was just a 13-1 welterweight contender looking to get his chance at the title soon, Kamaru Usman was in attendance at a PFL event with his manager and Twitter ghost writer to the stars, Ali Abdelaziz. According to Usman, he and Ali were heading to the refreshment stand to get some water when the national anthem began to play and so they paused. <sighs> My it was at this point that Abdelaziz and a man kneeling allegedly got into some sort of verbal altercation, which then resulted in more tensions after the anthem was finished, with Usman claiming one of the drunk antagonists was repeatedly calling him racial slurs. After some warning pushes, Kamaru stepped back, and then as you can see, a big old dust-up ensued. <laughs> According to the future champ, it was his first fight outside the cage since middle school, and at one point he couldn't help but smile at the absurdity of it. The drunkards were kicked out, and the Nigerian Nightmare enjoyed the rest of the show in peace. That away, Kamaru, don't let him bully you, son. Don't let him bully you, son! Number 2. Josh Near. For some reason, fans asking fighters to punch, kick, or choke them is a super popular genre of video online. I have no idea why these people want to be hurt so badly, but hey, to each their own. Some take it way too far, though, and challenge fighters to well, actual fights. And while for the most part, these keyboard warriors get humbled gently with no hard feelings after the fact, the same cannot be said about what happened when such a fan pushed Josh near DDS. In 2015, after some threats and trolling online, Near invited Patrick Martin to his gym to fuck around and find out. And oh, did he ever find out. The video went viral because there was a lot of concern that maybe Near went just a bit too far with proving his point. As brutal as the video is, all's well that ends well because the the two would become fast friends and even start training together. Martin was a boxer, and after the encounter took the leap into professional MMA, where he wouldn't catch such a beating again until he ran into Daniel James in the LFA four years later. Number 1. Nate Diaz You know, sometimes when a recent event ranks really high on a list, you guys will say, oh, well, that just seems like recency bias. But in this case, Nate's confrontation with Fogan Paul, shout out to the CME podcast on that one, absolutely belongs at number 1 because it's the only entry where somebody ended up on unconscious. Now, unless you've been taking a break from social media for the last few weeks, you're probably aware that Diaz choked a Logan Paul lookalike out on the streets of New Orleans and is at current awaiting prosecution on a second-degree battery charge. But the story is far more bizarre than just the video. Nate was at an influencer boxing event supporting a teammate when he was videoed chucking a water bottle at some influencer guy. You know, as the Diaz brothers do, they're into throwing water bottles. Later that night in the streets, the guy he threw the bottle at and his buddies were getting into it with Nate and his buddies when the viral video we've all seen went down. So the dude that Diaz choked, he's an influencer whose whole gimmick is that he looks like Logan Paul. He apparently trains and competes in jiu-jitsu, and he's even done some of this influencer boxing all the kids are raving about. So he 100% at least knew who Nate was, and the statements he made in the aftermath with Overt Flow. I don't know what the hell I did to Nate Diaz, but I'm telling you what, 
I suspect this guy was aware of what he was getting into. Maybe he thought it would bolster his social media career. That's purely speculation, though, not an accusation. Only his hairdresser knows for sure. Did you like that? Did you like that 1950s hair product commercial reference? God, I'm unfunny. You know who doesn't make horrible jokes, though? The editor of this video, Luke Taylor. Follow him on his socials and ask him what his favorite movie is. Go show Ben Rosette your appreciation online as well for the sick beats. And a big thank you to our channel champions. If you love MMA on point and want even more exclusive content or want to have a voice in the creation process for our videos, consider becoming a member by clicking the join button below the video. Like and subscribe for way more awesomeness on the weekly. You can also let us know about other times fans bit off more than they could chew down in the comments. Thanks for watching everybody and don't go talking to strangers.